You're listening to Cool Podcast Bro, a production of the Boca Bros. Buxton, we are um, we are getting ready to. Well, we are recording a podcast. I guess that I guess you could say. Yeah, we are interviewing the the Daniel, Daniel Pullen. Um, so what so what have you been up to the last couple weeks? Uh, well, last two weeks has turned into the last two months because we suck. Um, we've been in Nashville for a conference, shot some weddings. The great thing is, is I have some awesome stories we can talk about as we get into that section of the podcast. But yeah, just busy, lots of photos. Busy time. Tis the season. Yeah, same thing. A um, bunch of rain out weddings, which is never fun. Mm. Um, traveling a little bit. Um, that's that's primarily been it. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like a, the early start to our season. Yes. Gets crazy, I guess, towards the end of the month, which we're in May. So. Yeah, Mezzer's hardcore. He rocks no case on the phone. He's hard. I have a, There's a case on there. It doesn't look like it, but it's just a little case. It's the peel. So let's get started. We got Daniel in the studio. Well, we're in Daniel's we're in studio. Daniel's studio. Tell us about. Tell us about who is when people Google you after listening to this. Who is Daniel Pullen? I have no idea. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, this is a basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same name. Or if they type it in right, they get a car photographer in England. Oh really? Yeah. At, least he's, at least he's in the same industry. You type in Rich Coleman, you get like the power prime minister of Canada or something. Yeah, at least he's in England. He's not like, oh, he's in North Carolina as well. Yeah. Another Daniel Pullen, like ten minutes down the road. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, I, yeah, Dan- I have no idea. Daniel, what do you do? I take photographs or I shoot photographs. You do more than that. You, I would say, when I met Daniel ten years ago, Daniel was taking pictures. But the Daniel I know today is above and beyond that. I would say your style has changed a lot over 10 years. That's what I would say. Like you've definitely grown. Um, You know, kind of always looked up to your work being from here. Um, You kind of started out doing surf photography. Is that right? Kind of, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, as we're in your gallery, that's what I see most of is there's definitely salt in your bones. Yeah. I mean, I grew up on the beach for sure. Now, where did you surf this morning? I saw that in a text you were thinking about. No, it. I wanted to, and um, Kate's training for a marathon, so I just opted to ride my bike instead. I got and then maybe spot. surf this afternoon. How does that work? Is she like how much does she like? What like what does she run in the morning to train for? Like is she running like um, twenty five miles? No, that morning, no. Or? So okay. like she's been been doing half half marathon. She hurt her knee back in last year, and she's always had knee problems. She's had surgery on both knees. And um, doctor says she should stop running, but her running is like surfing for me. It's like a release. She so. just can't. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So she just was like, oh, you know, whatever. So she just started. She started training for a half marathon back in February, January, February, and ran ran one in March. Nice. Nice. And then she did another one in uh, April. I think placed third in it. Wow! For wow! Her nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so she I, does like she has like this whole training regiment where she'll do like three miles a day and then eight like today was eight miles. I got you. So I just kinda ride my bike back behind her if, if nice. I'm that's cool. That's the only time I see Kate is on your Insta story. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't she's not really in the social media, she's pretty private. Yeah. Um, I cool, I get that. So she doesn't really she got mad at me for sharing the taking the photo and sharing of her after the marathon half marathon. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> she just was like, I just want it to be like Something that I do is personal. So yeah, you know, like I don't cool. want to. I don't want to broadcast it to the world. Well, that's. Good. I thought she was in witness protection. So Not on the podcast. No, she is. <laughs> no, she's a witness protection. Uh, all right, program. we're gonna give everybody on here your address. <laughs> uh, well, tell us a little bit about your start. Like, how did you start your career in photography? Like, what what turned it into a business? Um, well, I always I always had like a background in art. Like, I, I was able to take a bunch of art classes in middle school and high school. Um, so that so like the artistic side's always been there, and then um, my mom had like this. I don't know what kind of camera it is. It was basically like a rectangle, 
that you loaded film into and you could look through one side. Dude, that sounds like the camera I like initially started playing with. Is it the was it the one that had like the film that looked like binoculars? Yeah, and just load it. Yeah, like man. That. And then it had you if you got a flash for it, it would you'd be able to get like four flashes out of it. You would have to shoot Little it cues. and it would flash it. off. And then you'd have to turn it. And yeah. So you get like four flashes. That's awesome. So my mom had one of those. So I remember like I went on a band trip or something. That one time at band camp. <laughs> <laughs> so I had that and was messing with that. And then I was probably like in sixth grade or something. And then um, I'd always go and buy like the disposable like Fuji yeah, things you could get, like point and shoots you could get at like Connors down the road here. And so I was messing around with that. So that would have been like, I don't know. 97, went to college for a few months and dropped out. So it would have been like 96, 97 when I started screwing around with point and shoot or disposables. Yeah, okay. that's awesome. And then my parents kind of picked up on it that I was always had one around. And so they bought me like a film point and shoot, like a Nikon like film. Nice. Point and shoot. So I was going around and shooting stuff with that. And then um, at the time, my dad was uh, doing these. Civil War books with this photographer. It's weird. It was like Civil War, like very historical, like the history was on point. And then they would do these photographs from today. So it kind of made sense yeah. in some sort of way, you. but it didn't. It was like. Yeah, when I picture that, I picture like wet plate or something like that. Yeah, so it was like this photographer from New Jersey that partnered up with my dad, and they did these books. And so my dad was showing him these photographs I took with a point and shoot. And he's like, you need to get a. SLR because you definitely have an eye. So um, ended up buying like a film SLR from like a camera shop in like Pennsylvania nice. or something like, like over the phone. Like, over the phone. Yeah. So it was like eight hundred bucks or something for like a film SLR and like a lens and I, and like bought and bought film for it. I had no clue what I was doing. Absolutely no clue. And that's kind of how I got started and. I would kind of have people kind of show me a little bit, like if you're gonna, like Russell Blackwood has always been a huge help starting out, where he was like, if you're shooting surf, you need to use this type of, you need, you need to use like, like Velvia 50 or Velvia 100, and if you're shooting portraits, you need to use this. If you're shooting black and white, you need to use this. So gotcha. I'd like a little bit of yeah. help. Inside on like what well, film cool. I love, I love hearing people with a film background too. It makes me happy, because when I went to college, I made me shoot film. But I, I'm still like, I'm not like, uh, like I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I was yeah. I'm just clueless. So it was, yeah. it was like you get the film back and you're like, like oh, cool, okay, yeah, yeah, that turned out. I need my to do that again. Is I was in college once and like I was late for a project. So as a dummy, it was 35 millimeter. I just took it to like Walgreens to get it developed real quick. It was Ilford black and white film and they can't process that. So like I'm like running to class, haven't even opened them, and then I get to class and they're all blank. They're all gray. <laughs> they mess something up. So. I understand not knowing what you're doing, and I was in college for it too. So. I mean, I'd get rolls of film back, like either completely overexposed or underexposed, and yeah. it was like, and I was buying like really nice films. So you spend like ten bucks on a roll of film, and then spend you know, twenty dollars to like yeah. process and get it back, and you're like, <laughs> like dang <"Oops."> it, <laughs> awesome. And I'm, you know, so from there, it, um, I was taking photographs to kind of blowing them up, and I approached. Uh, kind of like a gallery down here and was selling photos out of there, just a handful. And a friend of mine was like, you need uh, Jenny McBride, who's a florist down here. Yeah. Um, she was like one of the first members of Outer Banks Wedding Association, at least from down here. I was like, you need to get in shooting weddings. And I was like, <laughs> never in a million years. Like, yeah. I don't want to shoot. Yeah. Weddings. I didn't mind taking, I didn't mind doing portraits of people, like my friends and stuff. and. And landscapes, but she's like, you need to do weddings. <clears throat> and so she was able to talk Kate into it. I think Kate and I had been married for a couple of years already, and she was like, you need to shoot weddings. And Kate was like, if, if I talk with the people and take care of the business side, and you just have to shoot, will you do it? And I was like, yeah. yeah. So it was kind of like, um, at least on the wedding side, it was like right place at the right time for down here, because it was like maybe, there was one other lady that shot Kate and I's wedding that was, doing wedding photography. And then I think there was one other girl that started about the same time that I did. Awesome, so you were like one of the few instead of like- So we were like, yeah, so it was like down down here at least, it was like two of us or three of us. And then what kind of when I got into it, the one lady who was doing it forever kind of started to 
get out if, of it. If you guys want to hear where Daniel's from, just Google Outer Banks and Hurricane. In and, Buxton. And, but yeah, yeah you'll, see, you'll see exactly where. If you've ever seen a lighthouse from the East Coast, that's in Daniel's backyard, that lighthouse. They're usually, like, they reference hurricanes, like, it's 300 miles southeast of... Cape Hatteras. Cape Hatteras. And yeah. you're like, why they got a reference? I don't know yeah. why they reference us because we, we stick yeah. out the right out yeah. there. Yeah. But it's always every time they're like, it's 100 miles from Cape Hatteras. And like, oh. Dude, if you can describe that first wedding situation, like, do you remember? Do you remember shooting that very first wedding? Yeah, I do. Like, were you uh, stressed out at all? I, or? Yeah, I mean, I can't remember where I was, but I remember um, I had. And I knew it was my first wedding, and I'd bought a flash, and I kind of figured out how to use a flash, because <laughs> I knew it was in like a in a church. <laughs> and I think I bought like I had like fifteen rolls of film. I only had one camera. Like this is how like naive, <laughs> like no backup or anything. Love it. And I remember uh, like shooting photographs. I had no, didn't have like any books or like, and the internet wasn't really hopping yet. Hopping, so it was like you couldn't go and like. Google like poses yeah, or like YouTube tutorials or anything. Yeah, like the internet was there, but it wasn't. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like everybody, at least for down here, everybody had dial-ups. So, like the the idea of going on the internet's like, yeah. Yeah. Which young people nowadays, it's like, what's that? And you're like, you oh, had to wait dude. like 15 minutes just to load to get. It took time to send an email. Like, yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. So like page loads are ridiculous. So I was there, and I had like rolls of film, and I remember, the only thing I remember is. The bride coming, the bride being exported, uh, uh, escorted by her dad into the front of the church, and I get all that, and I'm all pumped, and I was like, "Yeah, this is going great." And then he goes to pass her off, you know, that whole deal, and I'm like, "Out." So I'm having to switch film out. Yeah. And I'm just like, here's one of the most important, you know, in my mind, it's like an important yeah. part of like, you know, the bride, the father dad passing off the bride. Away, yeah. And I'm like switching rolls of film out. And it's like, okay, I really got to think about when and shot count. Like where, where I am shot count. Yeah. yeah. So then like, I think I shot maybe like a year and a half with film. And I was just telling Kate, I was like, I can't keep shooting weddings like this. And a part of it too was like my, my, Per, like my personal work at the time was just like I was ordering form, film from New York and I was going through all these different um, film labs that I wasn't happy with and I finally found one in, in Norfolk that I was kind of happy with but it's in Norfolk yeah. so I'm ordering from New York and then driving to Norfolk to pick it up yeah. oh gotcha and so it's just like was this medium format or 35mm it was 35mm what kind of film were you shooting then I have no idea like I said, like yeah. Kodak, or was it? Fuji no, it was or? uh, it was um, it probably was all Fuji film. It would have been like, I know like, I have slide film, and then is it negatives from back then? So it would be uh, I know Provia for sure, and then maybe Portra. Portra, cool. And then uh, Velvy one hundred. I've never shot with that. Yeah, okay. Velvia is really cool. It's slide film, um, and you, you want to use it for like the ocean. That we're like, gotcha. if you're shooting like blues and greens, it really gotcha. brings out like blues and greens. Cool. And I think I had like another film that was like I forgot what it was, but it brought out like oranges and reds for like shooting the sunsets. Cool. But, That's awesome. Well, um, what would you say your biggest challenge was like at the start? Like, because a lot of people listening to this are. Photographers are starting out. Photographers, like, what's something that you can say, like, was your hardest thing you faced in starting your business that you kind of overcame or are still overcoming? Um, well, number one, you had Kate, which I had she Kate, which yeah, rock because star, I'm is what, a rock star. What is it when you're, if you're right brained, you're like this full blown like artist, but you yeah. can't figure out business at yeah, all, yeah, or like yeah. you can't, uh, yeah. So me, I'm like completely right brain. Yeah. And so she was, if it wasn't, I mean, she's basically made the business. So if it wasn't for her, like. You'd be somewhere shooting photos still. I'd be working. I wouldn't be shooting photos full time. I would be part time photographer and still working. Yeah, that's awesome. Somewhere else. So. Yeah, I'd say that's most people. Like all the, a lot of, I know a lot of photographers that are great that have zero business skill. Yeah. I usually just use them as second shooters. I guess my (laughs) one piece of advice would be like. Get married to a hottie. Yeah, or no, if you can't get married, like if if you're struggling to find, like if you don't have a wife or if you don't have somebody that's um, business savvy, like 
you've already kind of had the photography thing down. Obviously, if you're thinking about getting yeah. into that line of work, like go and take like a business course or like, or like a, instead of like a photography seminar, go to a business seminar yeah. or like, you know, or hire a, an accountant, a really good accountant that you, all you have to do is just like take your box of stuff to you down yeah. and just oh, be yeah. like, that was my first like four years in business. I'd be like, here's a, a spreadsheet. I think it's right. Like I remember when I bought my house, that was before QuickBooks. And I literally had like a spreadsheet of like weddings and names and how much money I made and how much money they owed me. And I printed it on blue like cardstock. I remember going into the bank and being like, hey, can I get a house? And they were like, uh, we don't know if you made any of this up. I'm like, we can check receipts like, and they were like, so David Joyner, shout out to him. He hooked That's it up funny. and made it work somehow. But yeah, thank God for my wife. My wife just quit on me because we had kid number two. So like, I'm like doing emails for the first time in years. It's awful. So yeah, like, I don't know. We, we still struggle with the business side. Um, a lot because we don't know but for us like if we if we could we would just give it away and it's like you can't pay bills doing that yeah. um, and it's the same within here like people come in and like we see like a family that we know has been having a, a struggle or something and we like give them something which is cool yeah. to do that yeah. but then it's just like you're like can't keep getting stuff away. Yeah, no, I hear that. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Like, I mean, I have that gene, too. Like, Daniel helps out a lot with the Outer Banks Health Portrait since, like, day one. And uh, that's kind of one reason why we do it, too, is we can be like, hey, converge on this one day so it's a little easier, too. And, and help people out. But yeah. as, as business-wise, it's, like, the complete wrong thing to do. But it's, like... So in certain areas, like, we still help out. We still volunteer a lot, and we still volunteer our services a lot. But the business side of having a gallery, it's, like, trying to figure that all out. And then we don't want it to look like a gallery similar to what you see down here where it's just piled with a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, wall. Yeah, we want to kind of keep it, like, something you'd walk into in the city. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the best, best business decision either, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of but people we get aren't from here either too you know like yeah. most of our traffic but traffic is from out of state so I like it it's cool first time I've been here is today the floors are awesome the vibe is awesome it looks cool I should have put the photos on the floor <laughs> it's just, just <laughs> epoxy epoxy <laughs> into the floor yeah, people walk in they don't even look at the walls yeah. they're like damn this floor is really nice yeah <laughs> yeah man so you born and raised here what what kept you here I wasn't born here you weren't born here okay but it's a <laughs> Did you say that earlier? I must have missed no. that. Well, I, it's it's complicated. Were you from I'll, I'll hit on it. No, I'll hit on it. It's worse. New York, Western yeah. New York. So Mass, not worse. Dude, I'm it's from Western New York. Really? Yeah. I, I never knew that. I was born in uh, Warsaw, New York. Okay. Um, but my Functional. my uh, my great grandfather is from here, and he was stationed in the Navy or Coast Guard. I can't remember. So he's getting stationed all these different places. So my mom's born in like Virginia. Um, so my mom's side of the family is from down here. She grew up down here. Um, she, her mom, uh, married a guy in the Navy or the Coast Guard or something. Um, and so my mom's maiden name is Wingate. So when people ask, like, you're not born there, but what's your mom's maiden name? And I'm like, Wingate, well, that's not from here. And it's like, well, okay. Um, it would have been... Actually, her maiden name is Jeanette, so. Like the beer. So it's all the Jeanettes, the, the Barnettes. Bush. So even though I wasn't born here, like. You still have roots here. Like all my relatives are here. Like growing up in school, it was related to like half the school, which was made, yeah. made dating problems because yeah. it's like dating <laughs> go out with my first cousin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so like yeah. even though I wasn't born here, like I think we moved back here when I was two. So that's all I can remember. Yeah. Well, how, how long has Kate been here? Um, she, she's, well, so she, she moved here in, good Lord, y'all are going to get me in trouble, 2001. You said she, she was a park ranger, right? No, no, no. So she, her story, that, her story is pretty incredible. She, um, is from Farmville, Virginia, and she, um, got her life dream job of working for Jane Goodall in Tanzania. And and she ended up just walking away from it, um, in like '99 or 2000 or something. And I'm probably getting it wrong. And so she, 
her grandmother, her grandfather passed away, her grandmother sold her house in Charlotte, and then they were looking to buy houses down on the Outer Banks somewhere, because they'd always vacation to South Nexhead. Yeah. Um, since like the early 80s or something. And so they ended up buying a house like three doors down for like my best friend. Nice. And so in like February, you see this girl drive by in a black <laughs> Jeep and it's February, there's no girls down yeah. here. So you're like, <laughs> who's, you're a girl? like who's a girl in the black Jeep, you know? <laughs> um, and so I ended up um, kind of meeting, I kind of met her before, but when there was this housewarming party and at the time, like, if you looked up loser in the dictionary, it was like a photo of me. Like I'm like 23 or 24, like still living with my parents. I work at a surf shop. And so we're at this housewarming party and I'm listening to her talk to my parents. And I'm listening to her tell her story of like growing up, going to college, working in Lejango doll in Tanzania. And like, I ain't got a shot. I'm not even gonna. And then come to find out she was mad because I didn't talk to her that night. And then I when you leave. look that good though, I mean, I get why she was mad. No. Yeah. <laughs> but like February, I think we met in March and we were married. In November. Nice. That's incredible. That's, that's awesome. Just, that's, so that's the real life lesson. If you, do you if you hit somebody above your pay grade, you just like go ahead and commit. To oh, this, I married way <laughs> up. Like, it was just like all right. Before they can change their mind, that's why I got my wife. Yeah. I was like all right, we gotta. <laughs> we gotta this for change, she changes her mind. So yeah, that's kind of uh, where where I'm at. That's today. awesome. So, so Kate's officially out there on the podcast. Yeah. Sorry, 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 Kate. Kate. Oh yeah, so <laughs> she's before, located. So if you're thinking about starting a business, I think it's the tangent we got off on. But if you're thinking about getting into the business of photography, hire a good accountant first before you buy a camera. Yeah, there you go. That's probably the best advice. Because they'll steer you in the right. No, you can't. Because they'll, they'll steer. They'll at least steer you in the right direction or keep you out of trouble. Keep you out of trouble. Yeah, they'll be like, hey, they'll ask the questions like, do you have insurance? Do you have a backup? Plan? Yeah, and then you're going like, oh, I thought all I needed was a camera. Yeah. Like, and then you start realizing like, okay, if I'm gonna do this, I I'm need gonna, this. I gotta do it right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, our second question-ish is, it's gonna be a fun one, because I, I know you have a good one. Explain if you can, if you can put it into words, your creative process. Like, how do you go from something in your head to something on hanging on a wall? Like, are you just an observer or are you a creator? Um, like how, how would you describe yourself? I, it used to be like, I don't know, like it, it just depends. Like if, if, if there's, I don't know, if, there, if there's a hurricane coming, like I get super excited. In some reasons I get super depressed because Scary. You know what that it's, means for your community. It's scary, and I know what it yeah. means for my community because the people down here just suffer. Yeah, I don't think they, that, they haven't ever recovered from Irene. Yeah, there's tons of people that are still displaced from from Matthew. Matthew I mean, there's people I mean. that haven't recovered from Irene too. Yeah. I mean, there's business owners that like their their business just washed away. Yeah, like they don't even know where the building is, and so they're not you know business anymore or you have people that were displaced from Matthew and they're still like not even in their homes like that one home just got bulldozed they thought they were going to be able to save and they couldn't and so, so you just limbo for a year yeah yeah so you're thinking like okay it's 10 months you know I think my house is going to be able to get saved and it's like no we're actually gonna have to bulldoze your house oh. like I can't imagine what that does to your yeah. so anyway like and then you have to think business-wise like okay you generally those hurricanes are September and October and those are our busiest months for weddings. So you're going, okay, is it going to fall in a wedding? I need to call my brides and kind of educate them. Cause for the most part, they're semi clueless. Yeah. Wedsafe.com. <laughs> yeah. Like explaining, like, you know, you call brides and they're like, Hey, they're, you know, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the weather and they're like, Oh, it's okay. It won't hit on my wedding. And it's like, that's a cool attitude to have, but you need to be real when about does, this. Like yeah. when it does, you need to kind of have some plan because if they, put that evacuation notice in, you can't go up, you can't say to the rental company, like, it's my wedding today, yeah. can't I just stay? No, you have to get out of the house and yeah. you need to go home. So so I, I get depressed, but then part of me is like, I get to go out and document all that. And, and so I guess it would be when I first started, I would try to in my head, like, I need to go out and shoot something and create something. And now it's more of like just observing and just shooting that's what's there. Yeah, people, people eat that up too. Like we went, we went out with the iPhone when the Kitty Hawk Road went out there by Black Pelican, like my opus four. And 
just did like a live video and because we were like dumb enough to drive through the water and get there like that blew up like we took a bunch of photos too that like had a thousand likes but our crappy facebook live video got like a million it, it's, yeah. it's interesting yeah. how like the, everybody's would, watching it like when we get a nor'easter or something and i just i go out and shoot photos of it and post it to facebook and i'll we'll get like a thousand followers in like 24 hours or something that's crazy or you get i think the i forget what storm we have but i got like five thousand in like three days or something that's crazy that's likes. that's no, that's followers. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's followers. That's not yeah. likes. So likes is different because I don't... I, the Facebook is weird now because, like, you have to, you know, pay for it to boost. To boost, and I don't do... I think we did that because yeah, if you once. if you follow, right, it pops up in their new, news feed when you post something, right? Isn't that I, how I don't know how... I don't know how the algorithms... Talk to your Facebook guy. Yeah. Ryan's, Ryan's got a Facebook guy. I don't know how the algorithms work for that, but it's, like, you can buy like you know sponsor or boost your post and it definitely does help i think we did it once but it was for like a i think it was for like a wedding post that we were trying to like boost yeah. people to get to our and your boost now are probably crazy because you've got you've got a huge yeah, following so it's, like, it's more money for more followers yeah. well they're like they they're like get the boost and get five thousand more or get five four thousand more interactions and i'm already at like fifty thousand yeah, like, for yeah. something or like ten thousand for something basic, and if it's a storm photo, it's like, it's like a, somewhere between like one hundred and fifty to seven hundred fifty thousand, just depending on what it is. That's crazy, man. Does that like is your phone just like bzz, bzz, like just buzzing like crazy? No, or? because I turned I turned got rid of all the notifications. Like the thing with the lighthouse photograph, that was well, that was that's, that's actually what we kind of is that what went most viral. At all the photographs, yeah, and it's like one that I don't. It's probably like my least favorite photograph. Is it okay? Is it okay if we talk about that? Yeah, that's cool. Let's uh, let's segue into that, Ryan. Give us some uh, give us some background into this. I mean, Daniel's got the background, but I'll, so I mean, I, I, yeah. so th it seems like every other month, like every other full moon, or like it's a super moon this month. Yeah, the last super moon we'll have for the next hundred years. Like the last moon Which cycle, the real super. Yeah, and they're like a blood moon. We're not going to have one of these for another 500 years. And yeah. it's like two years later, like, oh, we're not going to have another one of these. Blood moon. This yeah. is the orange blood. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, okay. And uh, I forget. I think you're, I remember you telling me, like, you didn't want to shoot it, but your wife made you go shoot it. Was that Yeah, because nice? I, I think we just had a storm. We it had was some, like wedding season. It was wedding right? season. I think we just had some sort of storm here. And uh, I walked out to the point that afternoon. Um, to go shoot photos of Brett surfing out there, and so we did like this whole thing of like walking. Out. It was like a five, like a four mile walk, like on the beach, like through through like the flooded road and like the swamp. And we get out there, and we're sh and I shoot, and it, it's not that good. And then we're walking back, and you just see like this wall of black coming in. It's just like, oh man. Yeah. And it's just like it's it goes from like sunny and nice out like. 10 mile an hour winds to like northeast, like 50 mile an hour winds and rain coming in like hail Going sideways. Yeah. And, like yesterday. and you can't see, and we're like, oh, we're just like, it's like a movie it's scene. Like you're it. holding like your board in front of you and you're like hiking out. And I'm just like, I hope my gear is not getting wet. And so I get home and I'm just spent. And she's like, you need to go out and shoot. I'm like, I don't, it's like cliche, like you see like a, you see a million people coming down and photographing the lighthouse, and like there's gonna be a million people out there. I don't want to go. And she's like, just you know, she's like, just walk outside and look, because I think it was forecasted to be cloudy that night. And so I walked out, and I was like, you could see it; it was clearing up. I was like, well, I'll just go. And then I like was totally unprepared. Like I had a tripod, and then you have like your trigger release and your camera, but you kind of need like a flashlight and some like some other stuff, and I didn't have any of that. So I get there and there's like eight other photographers. <laughs> just yeah. like, hey guys. <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, I don't know. Like, uh, I won't go there. So like, you. <laughs> hey, what should my settings be? No, and it's not even. No, it's not even that. I guess it's just like, I don't know. There's. You're part of that cliche. It's hard to be creative with. It's part of that cliche, yeah. and then it's just like that's like. I won't go there. So. <laughs> you. So you walk up and like I knew where I wanted to be for the photograph. Yeah. Like I knew where I wanted to stand, and then there's like there's like eight people right there. I'm just like, and so 
right when the moon gets where it's completely covered, they all get up and leave. I'm like, this is kind of like the best part. Like, yeah. why is everybody leaving? But come to find out, like I was talking to some of them, they had driven from like four hours away, and so they kind of needed to yeah, shot it up. get back. So like as soon as I got there, five minutes later, I'm like in the spot where I want to shoot. Nice. Um, all the stars aligned, literally. Yeah, but then you're shooting it, and like everything's moving. Yeah. So quick. So yeah. like I'd line it up. I'm like, oh, this looks cool. And I'd shoot like two frames, you know, and then it has to adjust and adjust and adjust. And then it's like, oh, the light is seven seconds. And so you're just like timing it. And you're like, that's too bright. That's too bright. And so I, I got the shot and then I came home and it's like 12 at night. I'm over. I'm not happy with what I got because I needed a, I kind of needed a flashlight to paint light in. You know? So I wasn't really happy with it. And so the next morning, she's like, you really need to post that. And I'm like, and so I go through and like I pick that one. And I had to bring out like the shadows in it so you could see the stripes. And then I wasn't happy because there's a, there's, a, there's a light that sits outside. And it kind of throws like yes. this orange hue yeah. on it. Um, but I was happy with the light break because I got it perfect how I wanted it. Um, it would have been cool to be able to shoot like F-16s so the lighthouse and the moon's in focus, but anyway, that's a whole different. <laughs> so, to, but to get that light break and to create less noise, I think it was like ISO 1600 or something. And so posted it on Facebook and uh, like 15 minutes later, like Matt Walker calls me yeah. and he's like, take it down, take it down. Like I want it for my, you know, for mile posts. And <laughs> I like, by that time, it's like, oh, it, gosh. I think it like by that time, it's like it. Like 15 minutes in, it's like 250,000 views or and something. And that's when you look at your wife and you're like, wife, I'm so sorry. I ever stopped. And it's just, it's just stupid, right? Yeah. And so he's. <laughs> and you're like, sorry, man. And yeah, so <laughs> I didn't know. like, And so I had to take Jackson to Bible study or yeah, kind of like like a Bible study or like youth group up in uh, at Liberty at the time. And so I have a. Twitter account that I don't go on to, but my stuff is like hey, Twitter. Me, bro. I don't even know my password for Twitter, That's right? Safe. So I get a Facebook is just like going nuts. I think by the afternoon it's like 1.8 million views or something. In four hours. And I'm getting messages like just crazy, right? And then somebody's like, "There's a there's a, like a, this NASA photo contest, and so you need to really consider entering in that." So we enter the photo. And then I'm driving to Nags Head, and Kate calls me, and she's like, hey, we went to the NASA site, and there's this dude, like John Temple or something, that has entered your photograph. So I like, had Dirty. to call, like, Neck. I had to call you NASA. Call. Like, yeah, you called NASA. So I called NASA. <laughs> or like, can they have a number for like the photo contest? It's okay. like NASA, but it's not. It's not. You're like. It's, it's not like their their like marketing PR, team. Yeah. It's not like yeah. you're calling like Mission Control and like. Like what? We're, we're on the 10 like, second countdown. What do you want? Yeah, yeah, Buxton, like, we have a problem. It's like the guy that's like in photo, in charge of like their social media. So yeah. it's like calling them, like, hey, you guys are doing a photo contest. You guys chose a photograph that I shot that somebody's. Took Stole. off of Facebook yeah. and took the watermark off, um, which taught me a lot about copyright um, infringements. So anyway, I tried looking the guy up. I don't even think that's not even his real name. It was funny, like it was something, something Temple, and there was like this church in like Charlotte or something. And so like up. people were like sending hate, <laughs> hate mail to like this church. In, like, oh my Charlotte god! Or something. Uh, I remember like looking for the guy. I Facebook stalked the crap out of him when that went down. I was, yeah. ready, I was ready to roll him too, bro. So so Matt calls me back that evening and he's like, I need to eat my hat. He's like, here I'm thinking like, I don't know what his circulation is, like 12,000 yeah. or something. And he's like, you're at 1.8 million. <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry. And then so, uh, and then it's like a whole other side thing. Like um, we just started getting a ton of orders in and uh like anything that could go wrong went wrong. Like people were ordering and they're like, I want a eight by 10. And it's like, you can't order that in an eight by 10. It has to be like a full frame. It has to be, yeah, yeah. Like has to be like, has to be an eight by 12. Cause yeah. they're like, they're getting their photos. They're like, I'm getting like hate mail. Like one guy told me I was like the scum of the earth and like, I'm what's wrong with the outer banks nowadays because you'd oh. order a photograph and it tells you three separate times before you check out. Like, is this the crop this the that crop you want? One. Yeah. So they were getting photos of like the moons cropped out. And so what we did was um, we felt Kate was just getting hate mail. It was like three weeks of hate mail. Really? Oh my god! And so we were just like, what? What would 
What would remedy this? What would remedy this? And it was probably like the worst business decision. But for us, it was like, okay, call Smug Mug, who was running it. And it was like, call them. They'll give you your money back. And, but you have to send the photo back to them, and then we'll order you a new one. So we would upgrade. Whatever they ordered, we would upgrade yeah. the next size or the next print quality. And so we ended up eating eating money. Yeah. But it was, like, the right thing to do. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I get that. So it was, like, one of those things where, like, a month in, you're like, I wish I would have never taken that photograph. So what happened? Like, what, what's the end of the story with the, with the photo stealer? Like, what I did, never, what? oh, so with NASA, I called and talked to him, and he was like, well, we just have to disqualify it, and then here's a disqualified as well. And it was like one of those deals where it's like it would have, like, it was there, it was basically going to win. Yeah. Which you wouldn't have got. I think all you got was, like, it's shared on their social media platform. So it wasn't like, you're going to win $20,000. But still, like, you're going to get to space NASA. Station. Like, that's pretty BA. So it went, yeah, so now it's just like, I look at the photograph and like, <laughs> <laughs> well, supermoon and year. people, like, yeah, it's because there's one next week, you know, like, there's a, you know, there's a awesome. eclipse next week, so whatever, I don't know. So like to me, I just look at it and I'm like, the picture that you didn't want to take turned into a headache, but you got I mean, I'm cool. like, I got a lot of likes. Yeah, it's it's cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we've like, I think when we first, when that was going down, we're like, we need to talk to Daniel about that. So, yeah, I, yeah, I was just watching it blow up, and I just saw the shares just like. Oh, multiply. so like yeah, so I was like oh my god. So I'm at Bible like at, at, at uh, at small group. yeah, like small group, and like we get out, and I'm like going through my phone, and I'm like I got like fifteen hundred. Oh, from that I think from that I think I got like seven seven thousand followers at least wow. on Facebook. Did you get a bunch of people just like random messages. So I was getting too? messages. I got a message from some like. Uh, satanic cult in like England that wanted to use it for like their magazine. Like, you say yes it. anytime. So. I had, Ten thousand dollars. I had a. Uh, I had a. Um, um, it was some like veterans affair, um, bowling club that they had like stuff named after their clubs named after different lighthouses. Yeah, and they, the only and thing they, you have to do is I, add three holes to the moon. Could I donate like a photo to like their thing? And so they kind of got me with the VA. So I was like, yeah, I'll send it. And then just random, like, can I get the digital copy? And it's like, no. no. <laughs> well, it's free. It's on Facebook. <laughs> so yeah, and then and then like I was getting messages from like. So that night, it was like one of those things. Where like Kate, I need, I need like somebody manning like social media, and she doesn't want to touch it. And it was like one of those things. Like, strike while the iron's hot. So like that afternoon, um, through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram messages, like you can't keep up with all that. So I would, so I was getting messages from ABC, CBS, NBC for like their nightly news, like that 6.30 spot to like show their photograph like across the nation. And I wasn't able to respond to any of it because I couldn't. Couldn't get it buried. Because I was, was buried. I'm driving. I can't be, Yeah. you know, going through. It was like 1,600 different messages, messages oh on. Or it was gosh, like, a, no, it was a 1,600 messages on Facebook, like 200 on Instagram, <laughs> and then like, a, a, like maybe 75 on Twitter. And it's like CBS, NBC, ABC to put it on, put the photo on like their six thirty like news slot. Probably. Yeah, like the everybody in America sees, and like totally lost the opportunity for that. So it could have gone from like two point eight to like who knows? Who knows? So so like lost opportunity. But what was that shot where you shoot with your? Was that the D three where we shoot D four? Um, that would have been D four S, I guess. Yeah, D four S. That's awesome. Two point eight million. Dang, that's awesome. I know. Yeah, I got two lakhs today. <laughs> um, one question we ask everybody on the podcast is: Think about this for a second. We can banter what you think. Is what is your lens of choice? If you had to pick up a lens and a camera 35. and walk out right now, you would just take a third. On what a thirty-five millimeter? It wouldn't matter. I gotcha. Film or digital? That's why. That's Ryan. Like, Ryan hates a thirty-five. You do? Dude, he hates it. He always, it's just he always like an in between to me. Yeah, I like the thirty-five. I could, if that's what I had to use for the rest of my life, I'd be content. Maybe I just haven't shot with it enough. Like, I mean, I've, I've toyed with it enough. I just, it's just not wide enough, or it's just not like. It's definitely there's instances where it's definitely not wide enough. Yeah. It's like. Just back up. No, I understand that. I understand that. <laughs> but then there's instances where you can't back up, and yeah. you're just like, I got no room. Yeah. You would kill for like a like 17 or something, right? Or 17 or 35, but. 
The 17 to 35 is not the same because you get a little bit of distortion when you're out at 35. Yeah. But, the, yeah, but it's good for when you're in a pinch or a wedding reception. But 35, like, I mean, if, if it... I would be okay if... if just, just, just just say you're allowed to take two things into a wedding. If I could take, like, a 105 and a 35, I'd be completely it's fine. My, it's like my, yourself. My, I'm, I'm 50 and 100. Those are, like, the two. And my 100's macro, so literally I can do anything with this. Yeah, it's, it's the same with mine. It's like 105's macro. It's probably it's kind of a slower lens, but but it, it, it can handle a portrait. So yeah, like you know, portraits look yeah. unreal. Oh yeah, it'll slay a portrait. Yeah. But yeah, so any I don't know film or digital as long as a 35 on there. Good to know. Thank you. Yeah. Or if it's a crop sensor, I guess a 23. So whatever. <laughs> Just a 35. Um, another thing we're gonna ask you too is you do a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm gonna tell a funny wedding story, but as I'm telling my funny wedding story, because I have one from last weekend, think of like a funny wedding story that you might have, unless you have one off. Can it be funny or sad? Both. Does it need to be funny? We can do both. Okay. It could be hilarious. I mean, do you have one? Or I mean, because I can. Yeah, so like, I, there was one, man, I hope they don't listen. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that it's like, I'm not making fun of them, but it, it, I was shooting one in, in uh, I guess it was Kerala, maybe. Like, you know, like, the whatever houses are up there, Mark Twain. They're just live on the location. It was... It's yeah. like... A, <laughs> it's Jersey. Karova. It's like Karova. It's like Karova. So, yeah, so it's Karova. So, it's like the Mark Twain and whatever the Hemingway. The Hemingway. They're all, like, right there. And so, like, I show up and I walk in the house and, like, everybody in the house is on edge. And it's just, like, a small little... It's maybe, like, 30 people max, you know? Yeah. Just a small, intimate wedding. And I go in to talk to the bride and she's, like, just red not talking just pissed off and then um so you're in your heart going like what is happening i'm like what is going on so <laughs> like the the i go down and find the groom he's already just has like not to knock on people that wear white sunglasses but like the dude's got his sunglasses on in the house and he has like no <laughs> facial expression it's just like you Google douchebag, like, this is, this is like white sunglasses, no facial expression. Like, it's your wedding. Like, you don't wear sunglasses, yeah. you know what I mean? So, and he's sitting all cocky, like, I'm a pute. Yeah, and so, like, he's just head. sitting there, and he's like, what's up? And I'm like, hey, I'm Daniel, you know, and so I'm talking hey. with him. And I go up to talk with her, and she's, and like, getting ready, and she's just, like, pacing, just pissed off. And she's kind of going off on... With two of her ladies. To her ladies about him. Apparently, he had done something, so... Um, Weddings here ready to happen. He goes out, and it's like you know the deal where like you you have to take a boardwalk, and there's like a pool, and then they have like a bar out there. And he's like at the that's the anyway. Yeah, so like he's at the bar, and he's just like getting the bartender just to pour him shots, and he's throwing like oh my ten oh my back. You know what I mean? You're just like. So I shot photos of him, like, yeah, I'm like, running okay, back, like, right I'm now. running back from the house, because there's just one photographer, so I'm running from him to, like, her, back and forth, like, yeah. in photos, I'm like, he's still doing shots. Yeah, you're, like, looking over at the pool, like, oh my god, he's still at the bar. So, like, and then I'm running back up in the, uh, to get photos of her, and she's still going off on him, like, yeah. just pissed off, and so, he, he, they finally get him down, moved out, and he's standing there with sunglasses on, he just has a smirk on his face, like... And so she comes walking over the dune, and she's whispering to herself, going, this is the worst day ever. I'm so oh, pissed off. that's a thing you want to hear, And then she's, like, this is as he's processioning in with her dad, you know what I mean? And, like, yeah. why are you guys getting married? And, like, yeah, this is supposed to be your best day ever, yeah. and this is, like, the worst day ever. So, anyway, <laughs> we, uh, the ceremony finishes, and then, like, they kind of go off and walk together down the beach, you know, to, you know go do follow, a walk. Go do your follow thing, yeah. And, uh. I'm shooting. They're not talking with each other. They're not oh, looking at each other. They're just God. holding. They're barely holding hands and walking down the beach, you know? And I was like, dude, can you just smile for one? And he goes, today's not a good day to smile. And I'm just like, I'm done. Yeah. You're like, okay. what do you do after that? Like, oh, my God. Uh, so shoot, I just, I just, shoot lots of details. So I just checked out. But how I'm wired today, if I would have gone and if I would have, if just to say that happens this week, I would have shot that, like, yeah. everything and shown, like, every every raw motion you know you would have to shoot like twice as hard because you'd have to shoot it to show your client but then i would shoot it to be able to shoot be like check this out yeah. like and i don't that's probably not like i mean how long do they, they, can we they, can we edit this out like <laughs> do they only have you for a seminar or were you there like all night it was only i was only there for like two hours or something yeah Gosh. but it was still you're that's still just sad. like you're depressed for them 
Yeah, follow them on yeah. Facebook. They're interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, that's. Yeah. So like you're there and you're like I'm supposed to be What's like how did so now I've got to like work twice as hard because I got to make you guys look like he didn't just cheat on you. Like you're happy. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? We actually and it was funny like I was cleaning up our closet a couple of weeks ago and you know how you keep like stuff from like past wedding expos yeah and we had like this weird photo cube or whatever and it was like photos from their wedding uh, like kate why did we why did we choose this like <laughs> you look back at your work and you're like why did i shoot like that or why did we why? choose that like i just remember that they were so upset like that's so funny well speak of unset i've got a funny one from last saturday two saturdays ago i shot with a buddy a second shooting wasn't my wedding i love those um, bride, active FBI agent. And active I, FBI agent? Active field agent. Okay. She's, she's an FBI agent. And half the people there, after I figured out what's happening in this story, they're FBI too. So I sat Budley, 108 Budley, and um, there's two guys that are crashing the wedding. And like, looking back on it, I totally picked up on it because they weren't quite dressed up enough for the type of wedding this was. And uh, so what one of these guys did is at the dinner line, he one of the FBI senior dudes was like, hey, what's your name? He was like, I'm John, I know the groom. And then like five minutes later, he heard him introducing himself as somebody else. So this FBI agent starts like kind of following the guy, falls into the front of the door, the guy picks up like a toaster and all the cards and just takes off running out the door. <laughs> and they had eaten dinner, like we were past toast time. So I'm sitting there on the dance floor and I notice, cause the guy I was shooting with, you know, shot a bunch of weddings, but like he was still like, it was his wedding. He's so he, focusing on the bride. He was at the moment. Okay. I was like bored. I was like, okay, what can I do? I'm like, man, half these people are missing. So I so walked. Did out. you run off and? Oh yeah, I, I walked outside and like they have this guy, the FBI guy, like rolled the dude like elbow in face into concrete, and he's like had all the dude's information on his cell phone, and uh, evidently him and that other dude have been taking trips, like just stealing everything. Because at the time when I left, they caught the one guy and the stuff he had, but like. A bunch of other stuff was missing, and they couldn't find the other guy. So, and um, did you get photo? Were you like, like, yeah, up I shot like, face? They, like they walked him out. They, every time I got close, the FBI guys were like pro, like they're pissed that I was like following them. They were like walking them further down the street, if that makes sense. Um, and they called local law, but I mean, they like literally, uh, legitly arrested him. And the mom was freaking out, like, I'm so sorry, you guys had to do this. And this like senior FBI guy was like, ma'am. <laughs> tackling people is way more fun than going to a party he was like thank you for giving me a good night and you know the bride was upset you know it was cool but uh yeah that was like the craziest thing that's happened so far this season was the fbi and evidently that guy that arrested the dude was like fbi agent of the year last year or something uh. like he was like everybody had the same haircut and i walked back in and realized what was going on like everybody had the like fbi haircut oh and then it all like becomes crystal clear yeah. like oh they're all fbi agents yeah and it was they're cool like like i saw like five guys get up and leave at once and that's like when the whole thing was going down and then as guests got curious like it was like super hush they're trying to keep it away from the bride but the bride thought it was funny but that's funny. So that obviously awesome? they got all the gifts there in the back. I don't know. That's I mean, crazy. not to knock Deer County, but I mean, they put the Deer County cops on it. I think it probably was in better hands with the FBI. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I know they got whatever this guy had. I mean, he, yeah. he looked like he was bleeding. I mean, they that's crazy. they had a little fun with him before, before the local ball showed up. But oh it was so cool. I remember walking up and I was like, hey, man, um, there's some crazy stuff happening outside. He was like, really? I'm like, yeah. I was like, you should just go check it out. <laughs> so, but that bride was like she was diesel she was doing like, she was like 50 push ups on the dance floor I mean she was wow. like like legit like she wasn't riding a desk anywhere she's like that's funny the Jack Bauer of women <laughs> but yeah that's my funny wedding story so I'm always stoked like when something like that happens because there's something to talk about <laughs> yeah FBI yeah it's definitely interesting yeah and I had no idea her background like when I told him what happened he was like oh yeah she's an FBI agent I was like well it all, it all it makes, makes sense, sense cool sweet so yeah, I guess, I mean, Daniel, just real quick, because I've been, like, eyeing him the whole time. What are you putting, the, are you putting something together here? This looks um, really, this is a book. So, no, yeah, we, uh, we're talking the about whole the whole basis, well, yeah, so there's this wall and a gallery, and the whole deal was we wanted to have space available to do shows, nice. like photo exhibits, so we, the, oh, Again, coming back to business, like we opened the gallery in, after Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, total wrong time to open something. It's okay. Here, so we, the opening was like the commercial fishing photos been working on for four or five okay. years now. So that was kind of like the opening show. And um, 
so we wanted to do like a like I guess like a beach theme, but not like your typical beach photos. Um, That's one thing I'll say. Like if, I, if I'm allowed to describe your photos, um, when do it, they're like super raw, which I like, but they're also still super sharp. Like I don't, you don't see a whole lot of that. Like usually when you see raw, it's raw. When you see sharp, it's sharp. You know, yours is like raw, but still pretty. If that, it's sharp, yeah, but it, it's, I'm, I'm really working on kind of letting go of that and it's really hard because you do you're you're, you're totally ingrained Trained, all the time yeah. like it's you're ingrained like it has to be sharp it has to be sharp and it does but there's instances where it doesn't have the, to the be moment's like, more important yeah, yeah. like i guess moment trumps everything um but it does help if it's in focus but a lot of times it might tell a better story if it is out of focus or if it is blurry or if there is movement it's cool. We were at just at David Allen Harvey's house for our last podcast, and he had he's doing his like three books, I think. So there's literally photos. I mean, yeah, I stopped by everywhere. and saw them, and it was just like I felt like I was walking into like a museum. It's, chaos, it's yeah. like a museum, but I mean, it's like you have this this guy, basically like a master of photography that you, that gives you access to his house, and you walk in and you get to see like dude to see it all laid out like, like that. basically like right now especially like he's got like his early stuff so you've got his lifespan of like his whole life of photography up on a wall yeah. and it's just like what? yeah go look at it real quick and you're just like I could spend it's very hours. Nostalgic. oh yeah he was um, when we had him on he had the same microphone you're wearing and he was like standing up and grabbing us books as we were doing it it was so fun like swinging around we're like, yeah. we yeah, like he that can't audio? sit still like yeah. if you watch him like he doesn't he oh yeah, doesn't sit yeah still. he's all over so he's been like a huge um, influence on me for like the past couple of years like I did a workshop one of his workshops in Puerto Rico when it was last year. It was right after doing a foundation workshop. Um, so I went from one workshop that just totally wrecked my life to um, one that was just like completely different but wrecked my life as well. So, which I could be like a whole nother um, tangent of those two workshops. Just completely changed everything. Like it just completely wrecked my photography life. Like it had con constructively though? Was it a Oh yeah, like it will. Foundation is. Um, is that by Fearless? Is the Foundation Fearless or are they separate? It's the same thing. Same thing, okay. So, Foundation is basically uh, it's wedding photojournalism, or it's basically just photojournalism. And um, they give you assignments. They give you an assignment and you have to go out and shoot. Is, that, is, it, is Kirsten, is she part of that? Does she do... She's a teacher for them, yeah. Okay, yeah. So they have, like, you you have to apply for it. It's not, like, something you can just go and sign up for. you got to apply for it, and uh, it books out, like, two years in advance. Crazy. Um, it's super expensive, but after doing it, it was, like, I didn't even... It was, like, the best money I ever spent. Um, but you finish it, and you're... Halfway through it, you want to just throw away your camera and just walk away from <laughs> the photography completely. Yeah, because yeah. you're they're just the really it's one of those things. It's uh, they put you in a pressure cooker, and you become a better person. More you become a better person and a better photographer when you finish the workshop. That's cool. It's really crying. cool. I, I imagine myself crying a lot if I was. If I oh yeah, like I, you're definitely like I didn't cry, I'm sure. but I'm like you're right there, like because I don't. <laughs> I would have cried. It takes a lot cry. for me to yeah. cry, so I'm like right there on the verge of just like. I was depressed. Like I was, yeah. well, I was there, you're just like, <laughs> like I don't want to be here. Yeah, because you're just, and it's not like they're, it's not that they're there to tell you you suck. It's just like, hey, these are, Perfect, like, these are the things you need to work on. Yeah, they're trying yeah. to better you. They're yeah. trying to better you, and you got to shoot in JPEG, you got to shoot in manual. So you're just like, you're seeing all your mistakes, and then they're, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's all, it was the hardest thing I ever did. And then you go from that to David's, and it was just like. Bro. Yeah, because he's going like, you know, it's you're going from that. They're like everything's got to be because they want. They're basically kind of redoing it, like getting you to build a foundation of photography. It's like you. These are the things that you. Your exposures need to be right. Like your like your photos need to be in focus. Like, and then you go to him and he's just like, do whatever you want. Like, iPhone four. Yeah, dude, that's that's crazy. Like, but what? but he has. But but I will say like. It makes sense. It, it, it worked out perfectly. I went from doing a, and I hope I'm not talking too long. No, you're perfect. Man. I did a, 
assent well, we Kate signed me up for the seminar for like PPA mm -hmm. down in Atlanta to take a to get my CPPE or whatever it's like certified professional photographer and um, because I don't have like a BFA in photography so he's like you need to have something on a piece of paper and I'm like why you know so so I ended up doing it and took the test and I had to learn I think I wrote it out for you guys one time you like you had to basically you had to learn everything and, and take a test on it and so I ended up passing the test but it was always things that I, I got to learn things that I always struggled with yeah um, and so now it was like ingrained. And so I went from that to, but while I was there at PPA and you're walking around and it's not a dig on PPA, but you're walking around like the gallery that they have set up and it's like people that, you know, they're winning photographs for like categories and you're walking and you're like, and, and I, and I don't mean to, to pick on that, but it's, it's just where I'm at right now. But like you go in and it would be like this perfectly exposed photograph and like perfectly edited. You know, they spent more time in Photoshop, like adding layers to it versus just shooting it and shooting the photograph. So you're like, there are these incredible, incredible photographs, but no emotion. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get that all day. And so you would, uh, I remember leaving there and then just like, I don't get it. It was like the, the photos did nothing for me. Yeah, they're pretty, but they're pretty, but there were no, there was no emotional no connection story. at all. There wasn't any story. So I remember coming away from that, and then oh, while I was there, uh, I went and uh, um, was it Sam Abel? How do you say his last name? I'm so bad with names. I'm like the absolute worst. <laughs> so there's like the dude. That's, Just Google him. So there's like uh, Pete Souza. Yes. Yeah, so like I always get him confused because there's Adriana de Souza, the professional surfer. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like talking with other photographers, and I'm like Pete de Souza, and like you're an idiot. And I'm like no, just mix people's just names wrong. up. Yeah. So like uh, Sam Abel was doing a talk, and Sam was um, a photographer for National Geographic, and you know like there's this draw like National Geographic, right? And so I'm just like I'm gonna go watch this guy talk because all the other things classes were like. Perfect posing. Yeah, perfect posing. How to how to how to how to run a ten light setup to light something like forget I got two lights and they suck. Like yeah. I'm not going to this class. But, yeah. So I ended up going to 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 this guy to Sam's talk and there's just this dude up there and he's like it was like listening to your grandfather tell you about some wise man telling a story. Yeah, and there's this dude up there just like talking about a photo talking about photographs he took and he's just like talking about how his dad was had such a huge influence and the photos he's putting up are just like had all this connection to it had meaning and you're looking at the photographs and you're like that's how I want to shoot yeah. so I left there like that was awesome right and yeah. so Kate's like hey I signed you up for I knew I was going to foundation so I went to foundation and just got totally wrecked there um, and then came home and while I was at foundation, she signed me up for David's workshop. So I got like, just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Annihilated and it just completely. So it was great. I had this technical setup because the whole thing that they're really forcing you, uh, forcing onto you at, at foundation is technical has to be automatic. Like you can't, you can't have, you can't be thinking about technical when you're yeah, shooting. No. It has to be automatic because you need to be more concerned about light yeah, composition moment. Yeah and not about technical so um when i got to david's it was just like he was really just basically like dude you need to go off the deep end he's like not leave your wife deep end yeah. but like photographically <laughs> you need to go off the deep end because yeah. you're too it's like i already know you can shoot like this yeah. you know show me something else so right um, something but kate wasn't psyched because it was supposed to be her vacation but she ended up being my subject for uh, that. that's funny I remember that. I remember seeing some of those. For the shoot, so um, props to her for putting up with me. She puts up with a lot of crap for me. <laughs> Again, Mary up, good woman. Mary up for sure. Well, cool. Where can uh, where can people find you? Like, if people are googling you, <laughs> I don't even. I don't even. As far as like the address for here, I don't even know what the address is. <laughs> he said ABC store. Like, like well, you just Google, like, you just Google Daniel Pullen. Just, like, no, pulls, wait, uh, well, so like, there's only one ABC store on the island. Yeah. So that's so it's like, 
I'm in the same shopping I center. Drinking. I thought it was like a day. I was like, oh, we're getting drunk. Yay. I, I, <laughs> no. It's yeah, like, I, I, I tell people, I'm like, because most everybody drinks for the most part. And I'm like, it's <laughs> okay. the only ABC store in 60 miles. And they're yeah. like, I'm right next to the ABC store. And they're like, I know where the ABC cool. store is. I didn't know you had a place there. So is your um, Instagram at Daniel Pullen? Daniel Pullen? What is your... I don't even know. I think it's at Daniel Pullen. At Daniel Pullen. He's super Googleable. You can Google him. Google them, Instagram them, Instagram them, tweet them, tweet them. I want everybody. Don't tweet me because I don't even know my password. Tweet. That'd be funny. I don't even have Twitter on my phone, and I have an account. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case. Just in case you need it. But yeah, Facebook. Check them out. Give them a like. Give them a follow. Give them a follow. (laughs) Don't click on any of his paid ads. Don't pay per click. We hate that. (laughs) <laughs> do I have a paid ad? I don't have a paid ad. I when you one... Google them, when you Google them, don't hit the ad. Just do the one underneath the ad. So that's still him, same web address. Well, thank you for yeah, having dude, us. Thanks in for your... inviting us to your studio. your studio. Thank you guys for driving down. I know that's a long drive. No, it's, it's a long drive. I like to. I, I don't ever get to see the progression of the bridge, so it's pretty nice. I didn't. I hadn't seen it since I had to shoot at the life saving station yesterday. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's that one tall real. part. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I couldn't imagine working on it, especially yesterday. Yeah, we saw a guy. So are you, guys, are you guys are you guys stoked for it? Like, what's how does? Oh yeah, it's feel? like that's it's like thirty years past due. I'm yeah. so excited for it. Because yeah. like you like when you have a family and you're driving your family over that bridge, over the Bonner Bridge all the time. It's you have like fluid. you have this contingency plan of like if something goes wrong. Who am I getting out of the car first? Yeah. Well, yeah, because <laughs> you're out of the car first. Oh gosh. I mean, because that bridge is. Its, I mean, I remember them. Well, I'm in, I mean, I grew up down here. I remember in elementary school them talking about like that being the Coast Guard engineers be like, nope. Yeah, elementary, like, so 30 years ago, the bridge was bad. It's yeah. like, <laughs> I remember the time they shut it down and like, they just shut it down. They're like, they're like, okay, now it's fine. I'm like, okay, what happened? Like, yeah, what and I think well, a lot of that was to force the, you know, hey, we're going to close it down. And yeah. then that's going to force everybody force to come action. together and let's actually get this yeah. thing done. Politics. So I'm psyched. Ooh. I can't wait for yeah. What's the timeline on that? I honestly don't remember. I think they said 2018 is what I heard. Yeah, which is crazy. But I know a guy that works on it. He's like, there's no way. He's like, no. He's like, that's like the water park. His biggest thing was they're having trouble finding people to work. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's a it's a demanding. I mean, they pay good money, but it's a demanding job. Yeah. I mean, they're out in the elements. Like, oh yeah. And and to ask you another question about your homeland and waves, what's that new (laughs) building? My homeland. There's like a new rock climbing wall building. Yeah, it's it's like Route 12 Amusements. Yeah, it's like an, it's like laser tag. That's what I really? I, was like, I, was like, I saw the rock climbing wall. I was like, it's got to be laser tag or something. It is like I used to be able to see the sound. It sucks. It's like you come like growing up here. Like you uh, you kind of have these memories of what the Outer Banks is like, and I don't even like the word Outer Banks. I try to use Hatteras because it like to me like I'm probably insulting everybody, but like to me, Outer Banks is Nags Head and Hatteras is Hatteras. Does that make Hatteras. sense? No, it makes sense. Um, That's how we feel about Collington. so like it's really weird like I always I've been posting stories and be like you know you drive by the water park in Curry Tuck and you're like oh this is so ugly and then I'll probably be like the first family there with my kids I feel feel the journey over there the other day so you're looking at that and then you come down to Rodanthe and it's I mean it's already an eyesore because of water, Waterfall Park like the ghost of Waterfall Park and it's it, like yeah it's it blows right. me away that that's still like just a ghost which yeah. is yeah like if that dude would just get his act together and be like yeah I'm selling it off I mean how much is that so he still worth? so he still owns it he's just not yeah. letting it go I guess I think I think that's how it works I'm not 100 pretty wild sure, that's a that's a big stretch of land yeah you know how much that land's worth like <sighs> a ton yeah. So it's like, it's that big building. It's like you have that amusement thing, the rock wall, which it baffles me they were able to build it that close to the road anyway. Yeah, it looks, it got, looks very interesting there. And then I had no idea what it was. I was like, is that a rock wall? Yeah, and then you got like, it looked like it had a, like a helicopter landing pad. It's on very it. interesting. Is yeah, that, just like Kitty Hawk that? No, no, I, I don't think so. Because I talked to the Kitty Hawk Kites guys about it. I was like, that your new like rock climbing yeah, thing? Yeah, because they have a rock climbing wall. So it's like that, Kitty Hawk's massive building. And then Waterfall Park. It's like, it's like, it's like the ugliest, like, and not to dig on Kitty Hawk Kites, um, but that whole stretch, because their buildings actually look good, but the other ones are just like, ooh, it's so bad. Well, the funny thing is I was just in, uh, what was I? I was buying a guitar in Virginia Beach or something, and I was in Chesapeake, and there was like some sewage company that was like, Anytime sewage, and it had a, um, the Hatter's Lighthouse as part of their logo. I was like, there's other lighthouses. 
I guess that's just the iconic. What do you think, Sue? Do you think No, it was really funny. In the, in the, in the, it was like maybe it was Concrete Company, but it was like a big pink truck. Like it made no sense. There's a pink one and a green one, and they have the lighthouse and blue on it with their company. It didn't say Atlantic on there. It didn't say like anything doing the water. They just threw a lighthouse on it to make it. It's funny, like, you meet people from other places, and they're like, where are you from? You're like, Buxton. They're like, Buxton. I'm like, hey, Patterson. And they still, and then you show them a photo of the lighthouse. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, everybody. I was just, I always make this shape with my hand. I'm like, you ever seen North Carolina? I said, I live here. I said, when the hurricanes hit here. Yeah. And it's like, go this, as far, like, move your finger on a map as far east as you can in North Carolina, and that's where I live. Yeah. Like, right there on the point right there. Well, cool. Well, thanks for having us again, man. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. Sexy floors. Sexy floors, Thank even you. sexier art, even sexier man. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead and cue the music. Yeah, we'll just hit some music now. Yeah. Woo! Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Some weird tangents. <laughs>